Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's 135 in Edmonton. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza has 14 Edmonton area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. Now a location in both. Saskatoon and in Regina. You can go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The star for recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Royal Pizza still making it great. And again, you can keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. At this time... We are going to head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Frank Cervalli is going to now appear on the show every Monday and Friday for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. The Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. And Frank Cervalli had these comments yesterday of Brendan Escott and Cam Moon about the uh, cap uh, to increase, and that'll uh, be a let-up and allows for, for some more flexibility for teams like Toronto and Edmonton. We know that the salary cap increase now moving forward once this debt is paid off, unless they negotiate something different, the paperwork actually calls for an increase to $87.5 million next season. And then beyond that, I think it's 91 and a half or 92 the year after. So we actually do have a really good sense. And then I don't know that it necessarily boxes them in because this extension kicks in at the time of the increase. Remember, Matthews has one season remaining on his current deal. And when you consider that and then the new cap hit, it's essentially a very similar percentage of cap. So he didn't really get a significant rate in terms of percentage. And then you have other deals that are coming off of the books. T.J. Brody's entering the final year of his deal. Um, John Tavares will only have one more year after that. You can kind of start to see a little bit of flexibility coming Toronto's way, which is actually kind of scary for everyone else. I know this is called Oilers now, but it's kind of scary for everyone else because I think really Toronto was hurt by the pandemic and the flat cap for these last four years probably more than anyone else and Edmonton would certainly be in that top five conversation because you kind of budget out those deals thinking that the cap is going to increase but the way Toronto really structured their cap I don't think any team has been more damaged than them. All right, that's Frank Cervales from uh, yesterday's appearance in Oilers. Now, again, Frank will join us every Monday and Friday. It'll be Mac T on Mondays, uh, most Mondays between one, uh, between five and uh, six o'clock, and then uh, we will also have a scenario. Uh, Frank will join us uh, at about six o five on Mondays, but uh, there will be some days where Mac T will uh, just do a half an hour. Part of it's going to depend upon how the Edmonton Oilers perform. To be frank with you, because we still got to squeeze in some open 
line time once in a while on the show. It's 138 in Edmonton. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line from Oil Fan, who says, Hey, Bob, with ESPN televising 18 Oilers games, does that mean we'll have to watch uh, Oilers games at 11 a.m. in the morning? Uh, you know the team's record uh, for morning and afternoon games, especially out east. That one comes to us from Austin, who says he doesn't like it. Well, Austin, I will tell you this, that there was one that really caught my eye. The Oilers are nationally on ABC. It's the part of uh, a Winter Classic weekend, and they've actually moved a game in Dallas further into the late afternoon uh, from the morning. So that was the one, because that's the one time they're on ABC. Mostly they're on ESPN or TNT, but the orders will appear to be uh, definitely 18 times. Brennan, I mean, what does it say? The orders are on 18 times. They're on the most of all teams in the National Hockey League on the uh, on the U.S. two major networks on their national games. Does that not just say it all right there? Yeah, I think that's uh, it's a lot of clout. I think that you can can point to and and Frank says the 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 new philosophy or the philosophy of ESPN is to get the games marquee players in the spotlight, regardless of the market that they play in. So it doesn't have to be Chicago. That's what he was saying. It's it's okay that they play in Edmonton, and that's awesome. Well, they are going to have Connor Bedard in Edmonton. The first time it's Connor versus Connor, and I'm going to be intrigued to see. I I don't mind telling you, Brendan, I think Connor Bedard's going to score 35 goals and have 65 points in his first NHL season if he plays a full year. And I did my point projections the other day, and, and it was funny. People got on me, but not for what you would think. I mean, hey, I'm full disclosure, we've discussed this before. I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. And what ended up happening? You know, I put some predictions out, preseason predictions, and the numbers were down for Edmonton's top players from last year. And guys were like, well, what the heck's going on here? That doesn't make it like stuff. And it's it's just, I mean, do we realistically, we haven't had a guy have a 150-point season last 30 years. Do you think he's going to do it two years in a row? I mean, it'd be an incredible accomplishment. I just don't know if I can see it happening. I do see the power play, uh, which has been at 29% over the last three seasons. With with Evan Bouchard, I think the Oilers' power play has a chance to be at, you know, north of 30% again. I really do. Because I think Evan's that good, and I think Evan's going to put up points. I just don't know if Connor and Leon can match what they did last year. Nugent Hopkins, Brendan, I had Nugent Hopkins in the mid-50s a year ago for points. He had 100 points last season. So... I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting time of year. Do we think scoring will continue to be up? I guess that's a question. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Do you see scoring continuing to go up? Is this just a byproduct of the area? So I had McDavid at 139 points. He had 153 last year. Drysaddle at 118. He had 129 last year. Nuge had 104 points last year. I had him at 83. Bouchard, I had at 64 points this season. 21 goals. Is that doable for you, Brendan? 21 goals, 64 points? I think that's right in the wheelhouse. And what's funny is I found a clip from you from a few years ago. Might have been two or three years ago now, and you were saying that this power play could uh, it could be up around 25 or 30% with Bouchard there, and that Bouchard in the next two years was going to hit 60 points. So You found that clip from a couple years ago? I'll go digging for it again. I'll see uh, that's, if we can That's unbelievable it, so. that I would actually get one right once in a while, because if you hear Craig McTavish on the show coming up, 
up on Mondays, he he probably won't concede that happens. I think he said I was right on Derek Ryan too. I'll be honest with you on Derek Ryan. When he was playing at the Golden Bears in 08, I did not think that he'd be playing in you know 500 games in the NHL. I thought he'd be a long shot as as well. Again, you can text us seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I also think Holloway. It's funny. He was so good in the rookie tournament, like so good, like on another level, to the point that, and granted, he was 20, and McDavid and Dreisaitl, McDavid really only played part of one game. Dreisaitl played two years of the rookie tournament. He was pretty damn good, too. But he didn't necessarily separate from a guy like Nikolai Ehlers the one year. Uh, But again, at 18, 19. I think Holloway, it was fluke that he wasn't more productive last season. And I think he might surprise some people this year. And depending on how the Oilers blend their lines, like he's if they if Edmonton just sticks with Holloway in the top nine, I think he could be a mid thirty point guy this year as a third line scorer. Fogel was very effective. McLeod for me is a, a, a guy that it's interesting. What Rob McLean, who will be doing the show again on Thursdays, is interesting. What he had to say as well about that. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I mean, if you look at Evan Bouchard. Who signed his deal as tier boy? That three point nine million. How long were we talking about three point nine million for? Two months. It amazed me it took that long for it to ultimately get completed at three point nine million. Let's not forget that in the final twenty one regular season games, Evan Bouchard had nineteen points, and he led all playoff scores with four goals and seventeen points in twelve games. Well, he was pretty good, Brendan. Like. I have people say they think he could be 75 to 80 points in a full season. Maybe not right away. Well, he's got pretty elite offensive instincts. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, this text comes in out of Edmonton. Connor McDavid will score, again, 150-plus points. He has not done his best yet. Uh, again, you can text us. Here we go. Bob, uh, Paul te- or Aaron texts us and says... Connor McDavid will uh, hit 1,000 points this season. Please keep that in mind. I bet you McDavid hits 160 points. Well, he needs 100. He's at 850 right now. So you're saying that you think uh, that he's going to get there. Well, we'll have to. uh, That means to go to 850 to 1,000 this season, he has to get 150 points, and the texts are saying he does 160. Bob, I can see the team overall team commitment to defense, which could potentially lead to less points for both Connor and Leon from Doug. Well, what if we could... uh, Let me ask you. What if Connor and Leon play a minute less per game in the regular season? What if Connor's down to 21 minutes and Leon's down to 20? Is that the end of the game? Is that the end? Of, end of, you know, is that necessarily a bad thing? In the long run, that's probably better. <laughs> like we're talking one minute less per game. So, uh, oh, this is an interesting text from Cactus Jack, Bob, with the Oilers on U.S. national TV eighteen times this upcoming season. Do you think the Department of Player Safety will be more committed to looking out for the stars that grab the actual TV viewers? You don't touch the quarterbacks, but go ahead and chop point producers' wrists in the NHL. Now, that is an interesting, you know. I mean, Jerry Rice had a 22-touchdown season in 12 games when defensive backs used to be able to climb all over wide receivers. That's how good Jerry Rice was. But now you can't hit the quarterback. Like, like you can't even come close to quarterback anymore, Brenda. 
Know what I'm saying? Uh, I 100% agree with that. And um, you know what? If I'm the owner of an NFL franchise, I don't want anybody coming close to my quarterback because nobody is showing up to my stadium to watch the defensive lineman play. They're showing up there to watch the pivot and him distribute the ball. I actually have said to a player once, uh, in this market, nobody pays to see you play. Uh, when he wondered uh, aloud, he back in uh, after the 0405 lockout, uh, it was the conditioning skate over at Claire Drake Arena in 05, and the player asked me whether or not I was one of the 38 members of the Edmonton Investors Group based on my stance on the show. And I said, I have all the respect in the world for the players. They shouldn't make the majority of the money, but we needed a hard cap in the NHL for the Canadian teams to survive. And the Oilers have not only survived, they have indeed prevailed. They have been a revenue generator with the exception, uh, let's exclude the two years that were affected by COVID. Other than the last year in Rexall Place in 15-16 when the Canadian dollar dipped to 62 cents that year, in every other full season where we've actually had fans, the Edmonton Oilers have been a revenue generator, and they are like a top six revenue generator in the league for the National Hockey League in revenue sharing currently. So just keep that in mind. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we were going to look to have Mike Norris on. I don't know if we're going to be able to. I think Mike's tied up at an event right now. But uh, the third annual Special Olympics Golf uh, Classic presented by Volvo uh, is uh, approaching. It's taking place Thursday, September 7th at the Blackhawk Golf Club. The event is sold out uh, with 30 teams and 120 golfers. It's a tremendous cause. I know that Jack Michaels and Louis DeBrusque are going to be a part of that. uh, there's, uh, it's a great day for meet and greets with Special Olympics athletes. Uh, they've got uh, determined spirits that make that day magical. There are sponsorship opportunities still left. You can reach Selena at 780-224-5779 for more information by getting involved and having a major impact on athletes and their programs. You'll be gifting them with sport and social outings that greatly enhance their quality of life. Again, that's the third annual Special Olympics Golf Classic out at the Blackhawk next Thursday. We'll take a timeout. It's 148 at Edmonton. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations, Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Yes, Brendan, I have that good of a memory. A long one. Welcome back, everybody. It's 151 in Edmonton. This text comes to us in the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Are you guys going to continue to read the majority of the text from just Bob's buddies in the new time slot? Remember, it's the fans that got you where you are. Spread the love around, guys, and good luck in the drive time slot. Well, I don't have any buddies. Oh, well, what's he saying that I, I'm just only re from my buddies? Come on, man. What's with that? It's just not true. 
The Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. I saw Trent Brown at our Oilers event on Tuesday from James H. Brown. Uh, there's not even an argument. It's the best football player produced out of the University of Alberta in the last 40 years. Certainly the most dynamic. Was an all-star cornerback uh, and kick returner and uh, converted to safety in the Canadian Football League. And inexplicably is not on the U of A Sports Hall of uh, Fame uh, because uh, they enacted a rule a number of years ago where you had to graduate from the U of A as a player. So even if you go on to like law school, which which Trent ultimately did after his CFL career was over, uh, that doesn't qualify. Though the coaches don't have to come uh, from the U of A as undergrad students. Always found that a little bit interesting. Uh, we go into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Again, we got a four-night Nashville roadie. You fly nonstop with Flair Airlines, so watch the Oilers play the Predators this October. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back to the state in 1993. Here's Brendan. The Oilers trading Craig Simpson to the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for Joseph Sierney and a uh, fourth rounder in the 1994 draft. Sierney playing just one NHL game, spent two seasons with the Cape Breton Oilers in the American League and then departed for Europe. Simpson playing parts of two seasons in Buffalo and then his back forcing him to retire. All right, we mentioned Trent Brown, big supporter, not just James H. Brown of the Edmonton Oilers, but also the Edmonton Elks and the U of A Golden Bears. Brennan, uh, I'm going to a Golden Bears hockey game tonight uh, to go watch them play against Grant McEwen. They're starting their preseason tonight. That's right. So I'm going to head down there with John Sexsmith to go watch Joel play. Uh, but we got the Labor Day Classic. Elks and Stampeders. Countdown to kickoff win on uh, on Monday. 3.30. Sorry. 3.30. 3.30. And that's a later start time, so note that. Usually the game's at 2. It's at 5 o'clock this year. We're on the air at 3.30. For 12 years, Oilers Now was the longest continuous running show on 6.30. Chad, in its slot, noon to 2. It moves 5 to 7 on Tuesday. We'll endeavor to continue to grow and get better. Up next, a global news weather traffic update, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then drive time with Ted Henley. Talk to you Tuesday at 5. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time. Tattoos and memories and asking on trial.